0: When we're young, we move with freedom and confidence, with a great resilience to injury. But somewhere along the line, we develop poor habits and become more vulnerable to back pain. Back Pain Solutions features evidence-based and practical advice to help you take back control of your health and get back to the activities you love. This is your guide to better back health through movement. So join us as we demystify some of the commonly held beliefs about back pain and build your confidence to a stronger back the smart way. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to the Back Pain Solutions Podcast. I'm here today alone doing another solo. And today we're going to talk about desensitizing first as part of your strategy to getting better from low back pain. So we're going to look at why desensitizing is so important to back health and why it's so absolutely necessary depending on where you come from with a chronic injury and why we have to address this as the first step to building tolerance. So the previous podcast was the intro on building tolerance, and that was where we discussed the broad outline for the steps you need to take to recover from a low back injury. And today is the second of a series Of four episodes, where we're going to look at how to build that tolerance. So let's discuss this point a little bit further and look at what I really mean with desensitizing. So, generally, if you have a chronic low back injury, you probably have reached the point where we go into what is called neuropathic pain. And you don't have to have a big understanding of neuropathic pain, but you need to understand a little bit what is meant by neuropathic pain compared to normal nociceptive pain. So nociceptive pain is where we have pain that is the standard warning system of the body acting up to tell you, look, don't put your hand on something hot or there's a lot of pressure on your finger, it starts hurting, now remove the finger. And it's a great way to tell you what not to do, where not to go, that you have a danger of dying when you step in front of a car uh, these basic alarm system function of the of the body where you're getting warned or being told uh, where to stay to stay safe compared to when you have neuropathic pain we have a, a pain system that's activated not by stimulating the nerve endings through pressure or heat or something sharp but the actual, pain system, in other words, the nerves going from the receptor site all the way to the spinal cord, up the spinal cord, and even the brain, this part of the nervous system becomes sensitized because of chronic bombardment of pain. In other words, now the pain starts being felt much easier and much more with only a little bit of a pain stimulation, or sometimes no pain stimulation. result in you feeling pain and so that's in a, in a nutshell in a summary the idea behind neuropathic pain and so we quite often when we have a a chronic injury develop this neuropathic pain aspect and so if we don't take care of that neuropathic pain then we don't really have a good chance of recovering so that's the first step is we have to desensitize the pain system now, if you think about it, how did we sensitize the pain system in the first place? So that happens when we have a chronic injury and we keep looking up that pain trigger. In other words, we keep stimulating the very thing that caused the neuropathic pain to develop. And so we are actually our worst enemy in that case. And we we keep stimulating and perpetuating the problem and we keep it We keep it up, in other words. We don't allow it to recover. And so if you keep stimulating the neuropathic pain, you are moving further away from the actual point of recovery. So like I said, we have to desensitize the pain system. We especially, well, we we focus on two things. And the first one is to allow the uh, injury site to relax. In other words, we want to take pressure off the low back. We want to limit the forces, the unwanted forces going through the back. Sometimes when the tissue is so injured and uh, sensitive, it means that minimal compression, even in a safe, uh, f- a sa- a safe direction between the vertebrae especially when when we're talking about a discal injury or discal tissue injury, even minimal pressure would already trigger a, a pain trigger. And so we need to be very aware of our tolerance at that moment. And if we go over this line of tolerance and we keep stimulating and sensitizing that injury site, it just means that we're the reason that it's not getting better. So we have to desensitize. So we have to become aware of what causes the pain trigger. And we need to eliminate, that, eliminate that as, that, those movements and those forces through the back as much as possible. And then we need to look at strategies to decompress. In other words, relax the tissue. So there are numerous strategies that we can follow to do that, and I'd suggest if you want to know more about these strategies, go over to, head over to the the website and look at uh, the videos and the information, or maybe even the program, or you know look at the free ebook download that we have on the Smart Strong website. So that's something that we have to be aware of, and that is the very first step. So, in other words, to desensitize, we need to look up the relaxation from time to time throughout the day. In other words, we need to decompress the back, decompress the tissues that cannot stand the compression or as much as you're giving it. And then we need to avoid the pain trigger. And so in the first episode, I talked about becoming aware of the pain triggers. And you need to pay attention throughout the day what movements causes the pain trigger getting up from a chair, getting into the car, getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, putting on your socks, picking up something from the floor. Um, If it's your work where you have to constantly reach over and pick something up, that might be a pain trigger. You need to become very aware of these things and find a strategy, whether it's bracing the spine, so protecting the spine when you pick these things up or you make these movements, or whether it's learning to maintain a neutral spine, lock the spine, in other words, brace, and moving through the hip joints. So there are numerous strategies to do this, and the idea is to find the best strategy for every situation that you're in, and we want to emphasize that over and over and over until we become really good at doing that with minimal thought. And some patients would ask me, yeah, it should be some kind of second nature. I don't think about it. And I like to say, you know, you'll always have to think about it until your back is better. But the more you do it, the less you have to think about it and the easier it becomes. In other words, that protected movement that you're going to make isn't going to require a lot of thinking of, okay, I need to do this. I need to stabilize here. I need to twist through there. No, it's going to be one thought and you do it in the correct manner. So the third thing we have to think of with desensitization is exactly what I mentioned just now. It's thoughtful movement. So we want to decompress or look for relaxation strategies. We want to look for pain trigger avoidance, especially throughout the day. And we want to think of thoughtful movement. So thoughtful movement is just taking the time to evaluate what is the pain trigger and what's causing the pain. So I quite often have a patient who says, you know, but I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And sometimes you'll have to do things that will still cause you pain, but it's a matter of making the most of your situation. So don't throw in the towel and say, look, I've got to do these things and I just get through it. And I'm going to hope for the best or, you know, it's almost weekend. And the reality is that if we, if we do that, we have a much smaller chance of getting better. So as my, my good friend, Ben always says, you know, take ownership of your body, take ownership of getting better. And these are the first steps that you need to start acting on to take ownership of your recovery right? So we we always talk about an active uh, recovery where you're you're the responsible one for what happens to your body. And that's exactly what we would like you to do. Because if you take ownership and you uh, create good, healthy habits, it's not only something that's going to help you to get better, but it's also going to help you to maintain in the long run a safe Movement pattern, which is going to either which is not only going to make you stronger, but also going to give you the confidence to do things without having to worry about falling back into a chronic pain back injury state. So, this was the second video of a series of four, and next time around, we're going to speak about spinal hygiene. So, we will look at the different strategies we can perform and talk about them to make sure you understand what's necessary as uh, as we just talked about thoughtful movement is another term for spinal hygiene to get you to recover from for example a chronic low back injury so thank you very much for listening to me and please head over to itunes give us a rating there and if you want go have a look on the website and uh, download the free ebook. And I hope to see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.